food insecurity continues to be a problem for families across New York. So we wanted to explore what the state could do to address hunger in the budget. And to do that, we're joined in the Capitol Press Room studio by Natasha Pernicka, Executive Director of the Alliance for Hunger-Free New York. Welcome to the show, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. So I mentioned at the top that food insecurity continues to be a problem for families across New York. And I think we all uh, remember during the peak of the pandemic, these very long lines for food at uh, food banks and pantries around the state. And I think for a lot of people, those images have receded and maybe they don't really realize this is still a big problem, but this is still an issue, right? Hunger is a big problem in New York, right? I would say it's not only a big problem, but I would say we're actually in crisis right now here in New York State. The most recent stats that we have to document this, New York State Department of Health released last last week a report uh, across New York State that one in four New York adults are struggling with food insecurity, which means they don't have the resources for or access to enough healthy food for a productive and healthy life. One in four adults, not to mention the children and families that are also struggling. Well, let's pivot to what we can do to begin to address that. Uh, The state budget is due March 31st. What's one thing that comes to mind as something that should be funded in the upcoming budget to help uh, address food insecurity? When we talk about addressing food insecurity here in New York State, what is happening is that people are getting pushed to food pantries. Food pantries are in all of the neighborhoods across New York State. They're they're located in churches, they're located in human services organizations. Food pantries are taking the brunt of the hunger crisis right now. We know living wages aren't enough. We know that federal assistance programs are not enough. So when there's nowhere left to turn, people go to food pantries. Food pantries are actually seeing higher service levels now than they did during the COVID pandemic when we saw those long lines. We have pantries in New York City telling us their pantry numbers are double. We have pantries in Broome County, Warren, Washington County, here in Albany in the Capital District, One pantry recently told us that they are seeing as many people in one week as they used to in one month. So the biggest thing Governor Hochul and state government can do this year is make sure food pantries have dollars for food and operations because it costs a lot of money to run pantries. A lot of people think, oh, we're going to donate food. The amount of food that's getting distributed is far greater than what donations can handle. So when you're talking about money for food pantries from the state, are you looking for new pools of money or just higher levels of investment in existing pots of money for food pantries? We need the state to increase the dollar amounts in the budget item for HIPNAP, which is the Hunger Prevention Nutrition Assistance Program, and Nourish New York. Uh, HIPNAP, Hunger Prevention Nutrition Assistance Program, provides funding for pantries to buy healthy staples like cereals, breads canned fruits and vegetables, just things that you look at at your own pantry. What do you serve your family? Uh, It also allows for operations. Pantries have staffing, heating bills. They have to pay for the coolers that they operate, which is also really important. Nourish New York is an incredible program that pantries can use to purchase fresh foods from New York State producers, so it helps the New York economy at the same time. Last year, in the last fiscal year budget, HIPNAP was flat funded. So, okay, we didn't see a loss. 
on paper, but in reality, right. those dollars didn't go as far. Last year, we saw an $8 million net loss in what HIPNAP could provide because of the inflation prices and food. So at this point, we're already operating at a net loss due to inflation. It is imperative that New York State steps up their efforts to make sure pantry shelves are stocked with nutritious food. And we're talking about a budget that's going to be in excess of $220 billion. So how much are you looking for in the Hunger Prevention Nutrition Assistance Program? We're looking for $75 million in Hunger Prevention Nutrition Assistance Program. We're looking for $75 million in Nourish New York. And we need the state to understand that food pantries need to continue to receive direct contracts for both of these programs as well. Direct contracts, what's the issue there? Well, for some of the smaller pantries and a lot of uh, a lot of other emergency food providers, they receive subcontracts or resources through their regional food banks, which is great. Um, it's great for the organizations that don't have the capacity to manage state contracts. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of the larger food pantries around the state who are capable of running the state contracts and currently have state contracts, it's really important for food pantries to be able to also directly contract with the state. This allows them to be more culturally responsive to the community members in their neighborhood when they're making food purchases and also allows them to control the kinds of healthy foods um, that their consumers would like as well. And when it comes to contracting in particular, we've heard from some nonprofit organizations that they have real issues with the speed at which uh, the state approves contracts and pays out contracts. Is that something that's at issue for any of your food banks or pantries? It can be a challenge always when you're contracting with the state as far as the timing. Nonprofits typically don't have um, a lot of cash in the bank to float when a when the government contracts are late. So, of course, we always encourage the state to be timely in um, administering and moving the money out to the nonprofits that are doing the service. And coming back to Nourish New York, and it, aside from funding the program, are you looking for any statutory changes to the administration of Nourish New York? Because I know there have been some concerns from some corners of the state about the way the program is overseen. We've heard from other people, though, who say that Nourish New York is fine and the critiques are are overblown. From your perspective, does there need to be any change to the delivery of the program? Uh, The big concern we have is the RFA or RFP process. Um, This past year, uh, Nourish New York and HIPNAP or Hunger Prevention Nutrition Assistance Program were combined into one RFA process and we're not quite sure what happened with the contracting process as far as organizations that used to receive both Nourish New York and HIPNAP uh, either received one or the other Mm -hmm. and that really was at a detriment to those organizations because their operating dollars were significantly decreased and those are two different pots of money for two different purposes. They're not interchangeable. One is specifically for fresh New York product. The other one provides both operating and funding for shelf-stable items. So really, organizations need both funding sources. Um, We are, the Alliance for a Hunger-Free New York is working on recommendations to the state. We're asking for more transparency in how Department of Health prioritizes organizations and the criteria that they use uh, in the funding. We also don't agree with the funding only being distributed through food banks. Food banks are a major resource, and as I mentioned before, lots of pantries don't mind getting the resources through food banks, but it's really important for food pantries who are able to directly contract to have the opportunity to do so. 
Well, we've been talking about programs that are specifically designed to address food insecurity and combat hunger. But is there anything else in the budget that might be more generally focused that you're looking for that you think will either help New Yorkers purchase food or addresses the cost of food uh, that you're looking for? I mean, when we spoke in the past with some advocates, they highlighted minimum wage as an important issue or addressing the cost of housing as a way that people can then, you know, afford their food. What are you looking for maybe outside of uh, the specific food insecurity programs? Sure. Whenever people say, hey, Natasha, how do we end hunger? Number one, it's living wages. So we will always, always strongly encourage living wages across the state, not minimum wages. Uh, it gives people more dignity to shop at a grocery store and choose the foods that they're used to eating and shop at a grocery store like everybody else. The second thing I really want to call out attention to is Assembly Member Jessica Gonzalez-Rojas has a bill right now to increase SNAP benefits, uh, which is really important as well, because if we supplement the federal SNAP, which can be as low as $28 a month, we recently had a gentleman visit a pantry. He'd never had to turn to a pantry before, and he said, what am I going to do with $28 a month? So that's where bolstering the SNAP benefits, again, people have more dignity, they can shop at a grocery store, and have a lot more variety of the food items that they can choose from at a grocery store. Charity is the third line of defense, and our job is to make sure, in the long run, people don't have to turn to food pantries, that they have the resources to go to the grocery store. Are you going to be looking for any sort of investment from the state uh, toward the asylum seekers? Because we know that uh, a lot of the migrants who have been placed uh, outside of New York City and even in New York City need help, say, purchasing food and then result in increased demand for pantries and food banks. So is that something that you're watching as well? Yes. Um, In fact, there are a lot of conversations about how do we make sure asylum seekers are not slipping through the cracks. You know, they do end up at food pantries as well. So when we look at the increases in food pantry service, last year, the greatest increases we saw were in children and older adults. Uh, And then, as I mentioned with uh, Department of Health's recent survey that adults are having a 25% food insecurity rate. So I think, you know, you can break down the population who uses food pantries in a lot of different ways, but it really is just everyday people. Um, There's asylum seekers, there's older adults on limited incomes, there's families with children. We're seeing right now uh, families that have two parents working, just not able to make ends meet with inflation. I think people don't recognize maybe we've gotten used to inflation, but it's significantly higher to pay for food, not only at an individual and family level. We have shelf-stable items, um, 10 to 12 to 16% on cereals and breads. Uh, And those costs are also higher for food pantries who are trying to buy the same food. So we definitely need to make sure that all people in New York State whose resources are not making it um, have access to food pantries during this challenging time. And if listeners do want to support, say, their local food banks or food pantries, what's the best thing for them to do? And is there an easy way for them to just go online and make some sort of targeted contributions? Sure. The Food Pantries for the Capital District has a Food Connect map. It's thefoodpantries.org. There's a map of food pantries across New York State. So if you are a person who is in need of food and are struggling, uh, you can find the pantries that serve your community. Or if you're someone who would like to help your 
local community's food pantry find out? Do they need money? Do they need food? Do they need volunteering? The pantries across the state are listed. There's almost 2,000 pantries from Long Island, Buffalo, Adirondacks, and everywhere in between. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to leave it there. We've been speaking with Natasha Pernicka, the executive director of the Alliance for Hunger Free and Why. Thank you for visiting us, Natasha. Thanks so much. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.